Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the Gospel of Mark. We're in the 10th chapter. And if you remember what we saw in the previous episode, Jesus had taken the 12 aside and was telling them what was occurring. He says, hey, we're going up to Jerusalem. When we get there, the Son of Man, which is him, uh, I'm going to be delivered. I'm going to be betrayed over to the chief priest and the scribes, the religious leadership. And they're going to condemn me to death. And then they're going to hand me over to the Gentiles. And the Gentiles are going to mock me. They're going to spit on me. They're going to scourge me. They're going to kill me. But after three days, I will rise again. Okay, He, he had just told them that. Now listen what uh, Mark gives us an account immediately thereafter. And apparently in, in the same conversation. And the other gospels sort of give that idea too. Verse 35 of Mark 10 says this. James and John... The two sons of Zebedee came up to Jesus saying, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. <laughs> and you know, in our language, let me just talk about there. In our language, that just sounds rather bold and brazen and, and rude and crude and socially unacceptable, right? <laughs> that type of thing. You know? So they come up, they call him teacher, well, rabbi, whatever, but teacher. You know, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. Basically, I believe they were saying this. Hey, we want you to do a favor for us. We want you to do something. And so that's sort of in the vernacular in the way that we would say this. So verse 36 says this. And Jesus said to them, what do you want me to do for you? So they say, hey, teacher, we've got a favor we want to ask of you. And he says, okay. What do you want? Verse 37. They said to him, Grant that we may sit, one on your right and one on your left, in your glory. Now they had seen his glory. Remember, Peter, James, and John had been on the mountain when Jesus was transfigured. And now the brothers are saying, One sit on your one side and one sit on your other, on the right and on the left. Hmm. Jesus said to them, you do not know what you are asking. Now that, that little statement right there ought to give us pause uh, and just things in our lives. You know, He literally tells them, you do not know what you're asking. You don't know that for which you are asking. So he starts to get them to think a little bit and to find a little more. Remember what he had just talked about. He talked about how he's going to be betrayed. He's going to be condemned to death. He's going to be mocked, spit on, scourged. He's going to be killed. <coughs> okay, he's going to be killed. So now he asks him this question. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink or to be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? So Jesus has given them some very vivid pictures right here uh, for the moment and pictures that they would see shortly thereafter. And then they, they would really understand uh, after he was resurrected. Now, remember when Jesus told them these things? We saw this in Luke yesterday. Uh, that when Jesus told them these things, that they didn't understand it. That the understanding was hidden from them. So now he's saying, are you able to drink this cup? 
Are you able to be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? Are you able to go through what I'm about to go through? And by the way, guys, I just told you what it was. Are you able to do this? Verse 39, they said to him, we are able. And Jesus said to them, the cup that I drink, you shall drink. And you shall be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized. But to sit on my right or on my left, this is not mine to give, but it's for those for whom it has been prepared. Let me read one more verse. Verse 41. Hearing this, the ten began began to feel indignant with James and John. So the other ten disciples heard this. They did this in front of all of them. It's actually worse than that. I'll show you in just a minute. Okay. And so Jesus says, you know what? You're going to get this. It's going to be granted that you, that you go through what I go through. But to sit on the right and sit on the left, that's not mine to give. That is given to those for whom it's been prepared. Well, who has the right to give that then? Well, obviously, it's going to be the Most High God that does that. Okay? And he says, I'm not the one that will do this, but you will go through these things. Okay? Let me take us to Matthew, the Matthew account of this. This is Matthew 20, verse 17. Uh, let me skip down a little bit for the sake of time. So Jesus says that he's going to Jerusalem and that he's going to be raised up on the third day. Verse 20. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee came to Jesus with her sons, bowing down and making a request. And he said to her, What do you wish? And she said to him, Command that in your kingdom these two sons of mine may sit, one on your right and one on your left. So in Mark, we see that it's James and John that come to Jesus and ask for this thing. And in Matthew, it's their mom that comes. So does this mean that the scripture is incorrect? Does this mean that one of them's wrong? No, it doesn't mean that at all. It actually means the whole scenario is a little worse than you think. James and John were the ones that initiated it. That's the reason Mark says, hey, they were the ones that came up. They did it. They just used mama as a front. They just got mama to go up there and to say it. Why did they do that? Well, they thought that she might have a little more sway with Jesus maybe. Okay? I just find it interesting. Back to Matthew, Jesus says, you do not know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I'm about to drink? And they said, we are able. And he said to them, my cup you shall drink, but to sit on my right and my left, this is not mine to give, but it's for those for whom it has been prepared by my Father. So there you go. Okay, you get more insight into that whole thing that it's the Father that's prepared this. It's the Father who will make that decision. Then verse 24 says, And hearing this, the ten became indignant with the two brothers. And then there's actually uh, more that Jesus is about to deal with that. And we'll look at that in the next episode. For now, uh, a couple things. You don't know what you're asking for. How often do we ask for things from the Most High God? And, we, and really the answer is you do not know for what you are asking. And then also this. Uh, you know, are you willing to drink the cup and to be baptized with the same baptism that Jesus was? And what does that mean? In this context, it means that they would die and they'd be martyred. And both of them were. Okay, Both of them were. Matter of fact, I think James was the first one <coughs> that was actually martyred like that. And so, um, uh, be careful, okay? Be discerning in the way that you go before the Lord, in the way you ask things. 
Uh, don't do, you know, the disciples were still caught up in this whole thing that we'd seen all the way through. Who's the greatest among me? Who's uh, among the disciples? Who's first? Who's second? Who's last? Who's got the power? Who's got the position? No, don't get caught up in that. Listen to the word of the Lord and walk in the humility of the Spirit and let Him exalt us at the proper time. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye. Thank you.